Hi there, welcome to another episode of Own It For Good, where we talk about all things um, about self-responsibility, what it means to have self-agency, really take a look at uh, yourself, take an honest inventory, what are your goals, what are you doing that's getting in your way, how do you kind of own it, get those things out of the way, or even accept those things about yourself and incorporate and own those things about yourself versus uh, maybe fighting against the reality or trying to deny certain things about yourself. Um, and anyway, today what I wanted to talk to you about is this concept of well, acceptance is one of the words um, that I'm going to talk about today, but I, it's an acronym that was kind of downloaded to me during a, you know, a spiritual meditation and prayer time with God a few weeks ago, and I've really been meditating on it and really trying to also take that honest inventory in my own life. It was, it was fairly convicting for me, um, and it was this concept of acting right. Now, a lot of people may hear the word right, you know, and especially when you're talking about acting right, like, what does that mean to act right? Is there a right way and a wrong way to act? And there are some immediate things that maybe come to mind. But what this acronym um, stands for, and what it means to me, and that I've really been unpacking and examining and reflecting on is three words. Acceptance or accepting somebody. That's the A. And then the C is connect. Connect. And then T is teach. And we're all teachers. Even if you don't wear that label professionally, we are all teachers. And we all are students as well. We are um, learning from each other all the time. So, and we hopefully, our goal in life is to also be teachable. Um, and that's, that's sometimes hard for us humans to be teachable. We like to go around, you know, kind of wagging our fingers and, and telling people what they should and shouldn't be doing. Uh, but we don't really like to get that in return. We want the acceptance piece. We want to be able to teach and we want them to accept us. So this was where I was really being convicted. And as a coach, um, and I work with clients, you know, all day, every day uh, in my, you know, professional coaching business and in a community that I coach in, as well as in my real estate world with um, other real estate agents that I coach and with clients, you know, that's often one of the aspects that, you know, real estate agents provide to their clients is that little bit of coaching or teaching. Um, we're teaching them how the process works. We're constantly educating, setting expectations, managing expectations. Um, helping people really think through and remember what their goals were, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, and when you do things like this as a profession, sometimes 
you can get a little carried away. I realized that in my, um, in some of my personal relationships, that I was getting it backwards. I'm just going to own it. I'm owning it. <laughs> I was getting it backwards. And, and I actually think that I've gotten it backwards for a long time, like because God has just wired me to sort of be a teacher, counselor, coach. Um, that's often how I come at people <laughs> is let me tell you, or, or if they want to even vent to me, oftentimes I am the person that people come to either for advice or just a listening ear. And I'll often offer unsolicited coaching and advice when really they just want to be heard. Or back to the A word, they want to be accepted. And um, if this is the first time you're you know, finding me or listening to me, I also am very... Um, uh, uh, sincere about my faith and my belief in um, Jesus Christ. And so that is just me. I'm not, you know, I, I just can't be authentic to who I am without, um, you know, saying that. So if you hear me talk about my relationship with God and some of my beliefs, that's where it is coming from. And I totally respect a lot of people where their beliefs are. And I'm, I'm getting better at that even even just in this last month of really growing in my acceptance of people. Um, and when I look at my reference guide, the Bible, and especially at Jesus in the New Testament, I really started looking at what he does and how the example that he led, and he was acting right. He was accepting people. He was meeting them right where they were. He was getting a lot of judgment for that too from the other religious people, the teachers going, oh, the Pharisees, they were like, oh, no, 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 we don't do that. What are you doing over there? You're So there was a lot of doubt and judgment. People that were lucky enough to be on this earth with Jesus missed it. <laughs> a lot of people missed it. And because they were so caught up in um, their own knowledge and their own expertise and understanding and judgment and their teachings that, number one, they weren't teachable and they were not accepting. But when we look at what Jesus did, he he accepted people. He met them where he were. And accepting doesn't mean agreeing. I think that's where a lot of people, especially in our supercharged um, political world that we live in right now. Um, as of the date of this recording, it is November 24th in the year 2021. So um, if you're not in that time period right now, go look it up because we are living in a very unique time with a pandemic, um, all kinds of political uh, chaos, upheaval, um, a lot of things going on in the world and where people are, um, I think in general, we just collectively on this planet right now, we've gotten this whole act thing <laughs> wrong. We are doing it all backwards and, and accepting, I think there's a misunderstanding that that means agreement. Um, and that's not what it means. 
you can accept somebody and completely disagree with them. You can accept that they're a human. They're actually going through a struggle. You can accept that even if you don't agree with their beliefs or you see more potential in them that they're living up to, um, that they have a story. They have reasons why they are the way they are in that moment. And in order to be heard or to teach, we have to then connect. And it, so it has to happen in that order. And I think the natural human way is to do it backwards. Um, and again, just to go back to Jesus's role modeling, except which allowed them to connect. He was connecting with them by accepting somebody's feeling accepted, heard, seen, understood, not necessarily agreed with, because we don't want to agree with what a lot of people are um, speaking over themselves or their behavior or whatever's going on. We don't want to agree with that. But we do want to see and validate and accept so that we can connect and then maybe the relationship can grow to being a teacher or to bring somebody from where they were because that's what Jesus did. He never left people where they were. He brought them along as long as they were also teachable. And that's not that's not always the case. God gave us free will. We know that. Like we see evidence of that all the time. But this this concept of acting and of course when I say it, I you know, I had to make it sound right to me. Like how can I use this when I'm talking to people, when I'm even writing it down for myself and reminding myself. And of course, the word act, um, you know, often when used in our normal everyday speech and sentences to act right. And when I'm doing the TCA, when I'm teaching to connect, and then so you can accept me and accept the way that I'm teaching you is right, <laughs> I'm getting it backwards. Um, and that is wrong. That's backwards is wrong. So I want to really act right. And I wanted to just share this as I've, and this has personally come up for me, like when these downloads happen, and you've probably had similar downloads, that when these happen, it's, it's a conviction. It's a opportunity for growth. Somebody's, you know, your your brain, God, the Holy Spirit, maybe a friend speaking into your life is saying, hey, wait a minute, you know, what are you doing here? There's an opportunity here. You're, you're getting it wrong. And it was actually when I was having a conversation with my, um, my sweet mother, um, there was, I was getting this totally wrong with her. I was so like just married to my opinion and my way 
And she was really trying to communicate with me that she was not feeling heard. And she used that word acceptance, like, I just want you to accept me. And I was very, and I was, the intention was good. Y'all, the intention was good. Because I was like, but I believe this, this about you. I see this. And I know that there's so much more for you. Um, because it was what I wanted. Because it aligned with my beliefs. It was, it was me, you know. And I was missing what was right in front of me. And, and from appreciating it. And so then she was blocked from hearing me. Or, you know, anything that I had to say. Because, you know, we weren't able to connect. Like that C is the middle word in the word act. It's, it's connection. And and when I even think about connection, like humans are built for connection. And in the sobriety world, they even, there was a TED Talk by, oh, I'm going to get his name wrong, Johan Hari, I think, Um if you look up it, anyway, he theorized that um, connection is the opposite of addiction. That addiction at its core is um, a symptom and a result, and then a result and, or an action people take in their lives because they're feeling very isolated and disconnected from themselves, from other people. And they're going to a substance to sort of fill that void. And then they're connecting to the substance and even numbing out from life itself so that they don't feel the pain of the disconnection. And there were some really interesting studies that also went along with that, um, like Rat Park, where they were giving rats, um, I think it was sugar water or something. And anyway, um, maybe it was even cocaine. Anyway. Uh, rabbit trail there. That's the way my brain works. Um, but they were even able to demonstrate that when they put rats in this really cool rat park and they've got connection and they're spending time together, their lives were just so full that they didn't want the drugs. They still had access. They still gave them access, but they didn't want it anymore. And when you isolated the rats, that's when they went to the drug, the, the pain of isolation. So I went off on that little tangent just to demonstrate that we as humans are built for connection. And it's at the heart, it's at the center of who we are. And I, in my personal experience as well, not just being connected with other people, uh, with ourselves, number one. So there's a lot of um, disconnection. We can even take that acronym and look at ourselves. And oftentimes when we're disconnected from ourselves, it's because we're not even accepting something about ourselves. There might be shame or guilt, or maybe we are in a situation that we're not accepting. And therefore we become, we block ourselves and we can't be reached uh, through words, through knowledge, through a heart change, we're not teachable because we're blocking that connection. That connection has been blocked. So even to receive information, um, so that's like the word 
teach in this acronym means it's it's a pretty broad and expansive concept of kind of receiving exchanging information if you will and that can be not just human to human it can be within yourself um one of my personal struggles and i believe this is like you know i think we all have the struggle that we're sent here to earth to deal with for whatever reason and then if we embrace that and we really own it then that is also our kind of mission and assignment from God to then not only kind of work on it and figure it out, if you will, but to then um, take it to other people and share it and help other people. That's my whole like practice is built around this concept of not just owning it, but but for good, you know, to help, which is that help. It helps you and then it helps others. I think overall, if you're on this earth, that is the overall mission to help others. To, But we can't learn and know what it is to help others unless we're given that struggle to overcome, to deal with, to be challenged by, to grow. And that, as humans, some of us, sign up for it and say, okay, I give up, I give, I give, I'll I'll do it. And then we tackle that thing. Or some of us, we just may spend our whole lives just going, nope, I can't do it. And we're checked out and we're over here just living at a very human surface level. So we've got the whole spectrum of, of humans and we're all bumping into each other and we're all in different places of that journey. Some of us have, um, You know, we've woken up to our assignment, which I feel like that's sort of at the cusp of where I am and that I have finally, you know, I've said, uncle, I I give, I, I, okay, I'll, I'll deal with this thing. And I really try to learn what it is that you've sent me here to learn anyway. And one of the, the, one of my things is, um, I grew up moving around a lot. And I went to, I want to say, I mean, every year I was at a new school with the exception of maybe once. And that was my final leg of high school. And then college, I did get to go to one college, but it was across the country. So even within each college year, I was like back and forth, back and forth. Um... So my challenge, all of that to say, my specific challenge is being connected to a place or misunderstanding that that's what I'm supposed to be and having a uh, this constant struggle of feeling like I don't belong and searching and looking for home and a place of belonging. And I've really glommed on to pe- people to try to achieve it. Um, I had a lot of very codependent ways that I'm still kind of muddling my way through and trying to shed the layers of that. So I, when I met my husband, I thought, oh great, he's, he's grown up here in Kentucky and he's like from Beaver Cleaver family and I'm, this is it. I found my home. I can, I can sort of hitch my wagon to his and that'll solve the problem. 
But as one of my coaches and mentors, Jen Couch, loves to say, wherever you go, there you are. And when I heard her say that a couple of years ago, I was like, oh, that's pretty true. <laughs> that's, that's really true. And um, that, that's another saying that I, and again, that this can even go back to the act. But this was, I was trying to solve my problem of connection and connecting to a place, you know, from the outside. Um, and looking for the the next place. And then when we had kids, then, you know, trying to even be connected to a place through them. Well, since this was my struggle, I'm going to put them in a bubble and I'm never going to let them like move like I did. And they're going to go to the same schools. And well, you know, again, everybody gets their special assignment and their special struggle to deal with. So even though I did such a great job, I felt like of putting my kids in the bubble so they wouldn't have the struggles that I did, well, God gave them their own struggles. And then I've had to really wrestle with him about that. But but I've done so much and I've worked so hard. Like, why, why, why? And then the pain of even trying to, oh, oh, my computer just went out. I'm going to try to, okay, there I am, sorry. It timed out and I was like, oh no, did the recording stop? So anyway, excuse that little interruption there, that interlude. So where was I? Oh yeah, back to, oh, even with talking about my own struggle and my own story about, um, you know, trying to find connection to a place. We're connected to our beliefs. We're connected to um, our belongings, our things, my belief. I'm connected to God. I'm connected to, you know, but there is a, there's a process to that. And if we get it right and we're going in the right direction with that, then I believe I believe, and I think this, you know, is verified when I look at the Bible and I see how Jesus did it, that this is a good model to follow, if you will, or a good GPS or direction or system to follow. Act, accept, to connect, to teach. And again, teach is this kind of broader category of exchanging information to be heard, to be to be able to receive instruction and knowledge and information, and also to be the giver of that, into, so that we can hear each other, accept, connect, teach, in that order in the right order. So that is what <sighs> has really been on my heart and mind. And as of today, this is also the day before Thanksgiving, which is a major holiday here in the US where we really give thanks and gratitude for the loved ones in our lives and the opportunity to be connected to each other and connected to life itself, connected to the breath in our lungs. I've, 
I, I have taken this like um, concept, if you will, and really run with it. Like I'm, I'm really trying to be connected to at a cellular level to myself to be so grateful to for even you know the oxygen that my lungs all the thing can you like the autopilot that our system in our bodies and brains you know that we're on we don't even have to think about thinking it, it just happens and some of us get so frustrated with our thoughts and that our brain won't shut up rather than being just amazed by it that we have these big beautiful brains that are just always going and connecting with itself and with ideas and interacting with the world like think about just the word connection you and I right now connected through video through um, our ears through you seeing you know my <laughs> my organization and filing system there um, and hearing my voice and even letting the words that I'm saying that might even be connecting with your experience in life and resonating with you and and you might be feeling accepted because I've said something that landed or resonated with you and you were able to then connect and then receive information that might be helpful for you like that's so exciting to me it's so exciting to me um this whole concept of of relating to each other and even with our food like um as we're going to be indulging in, in feasting over the next few days and even the weeks to come during this time of year like we connect with our food it's an information exchange it's giving us nutrients and vitamins and calories and energy so it can be exchanged like our body accepts that and it connects to it and then it takes it and exchanges information like just this concept is so so big and so beyond just um what is on the surface even with us humans in a, in a conversation or in a relationship with each other relationships happen multi-dimensionally and in you know um in so many different facets of life we exchange through oxygen we're exchanging um we're accepting oxygen from the trees and our bodies is taking it and connecting with it and then it's exchanging something that the trees need to live with and the plants and all the things like this whole universe and wild experience of a planet that we get to live on in earth is is one big beautiful act and it happens and when it op when it's operating correctly maybe that's a better word when it's operating correctly it does happen in that order and as humans and the more i'm diving into brain science and the way our brains work our lower brain or our some people call it critter brain lizard brain you hear all kinds of terms for it but that survival part of our brain often gets it backwards um as far as what our overall purpose of life like it needs to operate the way it needs to operate like we need those survival instincts but they don't need to be running the show if you know what i mean those are like letting the three-year-olds run the household we 
need to operate from a higher place of our higher brain. And that takes intention and discipline, getting off of autopilot, being really intentional and seeing these connections and how things work and really um, sometimes getting over ourselves or a lot of times getting over ourselves and what our knee jerk or instant reaction is to if we catch and we can catch ourselves and this is a discipline too to really just catch yourself um when you might be in a finger wagging moment or when somehow you're feeling that disconnection with somebody think about this think about this act um acronym and this order of things and nine out of ten times i'm gonna guess and my bets are, and I'd love to get feedback from you on this and, and interact and connect with you all and what you all think about this below the video or, you know, below the podcast or on my website or Facebook page, wherever you can find me. Um, I'll leave information on how to do that. But I'd love to just, I'd love to just connect with you and hear because I'm always learning and growing. And I want to do that and i i'm really trying to become what i'm talking about and trying to really walk this walk and really own and and addressing it immediately now with people in my life my life um when i'm getting it wrong and i'm saying oh wow i just i just got that wrong i wasn't accepting you and there we were disconnected um and this can happen in professional relationships, personal relationships. Um, when I am, um, you know, and again, even with other things in your life that may seem off kilter, try applying this concept. You know, are you, do you find yourself in an, in a overeating, you know, binging situation? Pause. Um, are you zoning out on Netflix, spending too much time on Facebook? Is there something that you're not connecting with and that you're not accepting? Um, and really try to go back and work on what in your life, whether it's a person, place, thing, idea, belief, you know, um, that you might need to work on this with. All right. I think I've I'm landing the plane here and I'm hopefully have given you some some things to think about. I've, I've certainly, it's something that I have really been um, uh, spending a lot of time with thinking and evaluating and, and trying to really take a personal inventory in my own life and make sure that I'm going in the right direction and acting uh, correctly and in the right order. All right, that's all for today. And if you're watching this um, in the year of 2021, in November, um, have a happy Thanksgiving too. Bye.